0: Hello folks, just a quick word to say that this episode of the podcast was recorded before the death of Queen Elizabeth II, so do please bear that in mind when author Susie Edge and myself are discussing her new book, Mortal Monarchs, which dives into the deaths of various British royals over the centuries. That side, this is a really fun discussion about TikTok for authors, so if you're looking for hints and tips about that, you're in the right place. Now on with the show.
1: Here are some clips from this week's deep dive episode of the Bestseller Experiment for Patreon subscribers.
0: Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment, a special deep dive episode that we record exclusively for our wonderful patrons on Patreon and our academates on the Bestseller Academy. And it's a Really, really special one, because this is someone who supported us on, on Patreon and, and over on the Best Seller Experiment group and our Facebook group as well, because this is Susie Edge, whose new book, her debut, non-fiction book, Mortal Monarchs, is, uh, is, is out now, out this week, basically. Uh, and and uh, it's about how the monarchs of England and Scotland met their grisly deaths. So it's violence, infections, overindulgence, regicide. It's, it's terrific, fun. For all the family. And if you've ever loved Horrible Histories, it's, it's very much along those lines, but for grown-ups. Um, and that's very much uh, what Susie's been talking about on TikTok, which is what we're going to talk about today. Susie's huge success on TikTok because Susie has about a quarter of a million followers, uh, five and a half million likes. Uh, so and if you're like me, i tried TikTok Um I felt like an old man at a disco. I felt very wrong and I sort of ran away from it. So I'm wondering if I should go back to it. So I'm going to ask Susie about this. She's got some listener questions as well. But Susie, welcome to the Best Sell Experiment. How are you today?
1: Oh, thanks, Mark. That, what an introduction. And um, you've made me feel all sort of giddy because I mean you summed <laughs> it up so well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so well. I'm really well. Thank you.
0: Wonderful stuff. Well, look, there's some... First of all tell us about mortal monarchs because this sound because you've you are a doctor you've you've trained as a junior doctor you've you've specialized in things like infectious diseases um, how did the book come about?
1: It was really quite a long time in the making you know the first one it always just bubbles along under the surface for a long time but I was working as a doctor and became pretty disillusioned actually a few years ago working in the hospital and I found that I was often sitting in the tea room you know break time telling stories and I've always done that uh, in the in the operating theatre I was starting telling people stories about um the history of what we were doing and I'd get these blank looks like would you just get on with, with what we're doing <laughs> um and I, I realized that what I needed to do was I mean you know I've I've always written scientific papers and they're very specifically you know there's there's a way of doing it and it's pretty dry and um I thought I wanted, I to. Wanted, branch out I want to tell stories elsewhere I've always sort of written stuff but never published anything never done anything with it one of these people that got to 20k and
0: right we've gone
1: right. to something else you know um that's very much why best fellow experiment um struck a chord with me because right. I was one of those people um so at that point I thought I've got to do something else I've got to maybe go and learn to write in a different way and research in a different way so I went off and did a master's in modern history whilst I was um working as a doctor which was completely mad but it was good fun and the kids were watching horrible histories at the time I have to admit it's definitely an great show yeah Uh, great show and um so I started to put the two together the medicine the anatomy all those gory stories that I love telling and one day we were so I had this game with my kids where they, when they were younger, if we were out and about and they, we saw a date, I would say, so who was on the throne in 14, 15 or something like that. <laughs> and they would answer and it got a bit dull because they were really good at it. <laughs> so <laughs> after a while, I started saying, and how did they die? And then it just turned, I thought, you know, I've got I've to do something with this because there, there's so many, every single monarch has a good death story, yeah. weirdly, every single one. And so, yeah, that's how it turned into what it turned into.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And people will be going, hang on, Horrible Histories is also a series of books, of course. I do know that. Mm -hmm. My kids had the books as well. And of course, we all know the song, William, William, Henry, you know, all of that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but that that sounds absolutely amazing. And I love all these kind of gory details, uh, which you've put onto TikTok. And this is, I've been looking at your TikTok page and it's just so many wonderful videos where you just share a little nugget that makes people go, "Oh my god!" and they keep coming back for more. So, <laughs> so, so tell me about tell me about how you got started with TikTok. What inspired you to try TikTok? And had you tried any other social media before that?
1: Yeah, t- since the dawn of social media, I've been interested in it and how we can use it uh, mm-hmm. in terms of marketing. And that's completely wild and different from being a doctor (laughs) and you know they don't really go together not in the UK anyway (laughs) um so I've always had that interest in marketing and I thought that TikTok when I saw TikTok was becoming a thing just before COVID and lockdown people were starting to take an interest I thought I'm going to get on there and just try and develop because I was interested in this is I was interested in writing and selling books and all that sort of stuff from the beginning So Mm -hmm. it's always been a little bit by design, an awful lot of luck. But there has been the design in that, that I could see it was going to be something. But at the same time, I could see that like any other social media platform, they start off with the kids. They start off with the kids talking to each other, you know, the 14 year olds dancing and things like that. And then they the age of the users goes up Mm -hmm. and different ideas come along. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go and do my own thing and i started i started by making videos about so you you can see how many followers you've got so i i had shared some videos about the bagpipes because i live in the highlands and they were going about then before covid and um got some interest there and then i had seen that i had i think it was 1485 followers and i was like 1485 that's a date i recognise. so i made a video about the battle of bosworth just because that's what i'm and that grew from there you know just oh look I've now got 15 13 videos uh, followers sorry made a video about that um so that's how the um I saw I saw how it could be used without the dancing in the bikini basically and I went (laughs) because that wasn't going to happen
0: that's where I was going wrong
1: yeah that's and that's the thing you know when you said in the beginning that you open it up and you feel like the old guy at the disco. That's exactly what happens when you start TikTok because TikTok shows you the popular videos, the kids dancing. The I, I actually started a new page for a local mountain festival the other day, and so when I started it, all I was getting was pictures of you know girls dancing with not very much on and boobs in my face, and I was like, "What? Well, what's this? So I don't get this on my account, and I don't get this on my account because I've built my account to suit." Yeah what i like and that the followers um sorry the for you page as it's called on tiktok understands the algorithm is very clever it understands what you like because it wants to keep you on the app so it shows you more videos of ones you've watched all the way through it shows you more of that it shows you stuff that it knows you like so after a while it does come back and actually i turned my tiktok on this morning and i got a lot of um author stuff because i follow authors i got a lot of um writing chat editing chat things like that there's there's if if the kids are still out there dancing in bikinis, I don't see it. Let's put it that way. So we've Ex- developed it's it's developed into my app. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Excellent, fantastic. Well, we've got some listener questions, so I suggest we go through these because they they've been brilliant. They 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 cover pretty pretty much everything. Thank you, everyone. This really saved me a lot of preparation. So let's um, let's go through these. We'll start with Christopher Wills, who. Um, I think this is a fair question. Chris says, ignore this question if it doesn't work. But what's the difference between TikTok and Instagram? And you think, well, one's TikTok, one's Instagram. But Instagram has reels. It has videos. It's very similar in some ways. But what's the crucial difference between the two that you found?
1: Okay, so we are talking about Let's let's just not mince about it. We're talking about selling books, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We're talking about getting out there being seen, being heard and getting our voices out there. And that's what TikTok can do, I think, far better than Instagram. Because what happens with TikTok primarily is that you see videos of people who you've not seen before. It shows you new stuff that it thinks you're interested in. I don't have two hundred and fifty thousand friends out there in real life that Mm. I can connect to, like you do on Facebook, um, or Instagram. Instagram does do that in a way, but when you go on Instagram, when you open the app, what you find is people who you who you have chosen to follow and hashtags that you have chosen to follow, and it's a lot harder to then see new things, new Mm. ideas. Whereas TikTok has flipped that, and it's all about the new stuff, what you haven't seen, and so it will show you. New things and it will show you two new people. And that's where you I think TikTok has an advantage in that you're seen by more and different people.
0: It's interesting because Instagram has started to do that. It started showing you yeah. because you like this, we're showing you this. Yeah. And it's annoying people on Instagram because they're going, No, I just wanna I just want that focus. I just want to look at these particular things. Whereas uh TikTok is seems to be you know much more of a, there's much more of a lively algorithm i guess so uh, i guess it's horses for courses isn't it if
1: yeah and kind. twitter's the same i i found when twitter started showing me tweets that other people had liked i was like, what yeah. about the people i've <laughs> chosen to follow was, yeah, yeah, where yeah. have they gone so i think it's what people expect from the app so yeah it's accepted on tiktok but that's what happens
0: Excellent. Okay. i uh, got a few questions from Rhoda Baxter. Um, Rhoda says, if you're an author, should you only follow readers or both readers and authors? And this sort of ties into a bit of an ongoing debate. I've heard some authors say TikTok is only for readers. Leave it to the readers. Don't bother. But you've obviously done incredibly well out of it. So should you follow readers and authors? What is there some sort of etiquette there?
1: Etiquette doesn't exist. <laughs> you can help support the podcast subscribe today at bestsellerexperiment.com/support that's bestsellerexperiment.com/support thanks again